0: Welcome back to the Municipal Art Society podcast. We do this every month now. We find the most fascinating people in New York City, and we invite them up here to the MAS offices. We're in the historic Look Building on Madison Avenue, and from where I'm sitting right now, I can just peek over the top of St. Pat's Cathedral and look down and just see that exhibit that is perpetually the streets of Manhattan. I'm Audrey Gray, and with me today is a woman who brings so much life to those streets. She's historian, activist, performance artist Lulu Lolo, also known as the fabulous Lulu, and believe me, known as many other personas, too. You may have seen her lately on 14th Street in resplendent armor as Joan of Arc. She's got a really good reason for doing that, and we're going to hear all about it. In her performance art and her more formal one-woman plays, Lulu takes on a whole host of historical characters. In fact, I think she's probably one of the liveliest interpreters and guardians of New York City history that we have right now. Lulu, welcome. Thanks for coming in. Oh, thank you
1: so much, Audrey. Thank you for inviting me.
0: So why are you dressed up in armor on 14th Street?
1: Uh, I wanted to highlight the lack of monuments to women in New York City. Uh, There are only five monuments to women. Uh, One of... uh, one of which is Joan of Arc, <laughs> and uh, I started. It wasn't
0: a New Yorker at all, right?
1: Yeah, uh, that's true. And uh, I started this as part of a, a continuous project I do for an organization called Art in Odd Places, which has events on 14th Street. I've performed for them before, and. Thinking of how do we honor women in the past, and why are there no statues? You know, only five.
0: Right. What is it? So, how many statues of men are there in New York
1: City? Uh, about one hundred and fifty, and also in Central Park, there are. Aren't any statues of women except for Alice in Wonderland and Little Bo Peep, and there are twenty. And they're not; they're fictional. <laughs> right,
0: exactly. <laughs> right, so we're going for real, real women here.
1: Right. And let me tell you, there are. Let me tell you who the five okay, are. Yeah. Who, who do uh, we have? Well, we have Harriet Tubman. Good. Up in, um up Worthy. In, on Absolutely. And, right, and uh, she's looks like she's driving the train. You know, the yeah. Underground Railroad. Her actual sculpture. Uh, Golda Meir, Eleanor Roosevelt, Gertrude Stein, Joan Ah. of Arc. And um, there is also a movement to highlight the suffragettes Elizabeth Cady Stanton and Susan B. Anthony, an organization called uh, Where Are the Women in Central Park? Uh, they are right. raising funds to have statue Central Park. Event. It's kind of
0: shocking, isn't it? Really, I mean, New York thinks itself as such a thinks of itself as such a progressive town that we would have so few monuments to women. I'm just I'm still a little bit in shock about it.
1: Well, mainly whenever you see any statue uh, in New York, a monument of a woman, it's. An allegorical figure, yes, and that's also an interesting story. The
0: spirit of whatever commerce or right. the spirit of yes, yeah, yes, yeah, uh, capitalism was, right, <laughs> in this
1: And that uh, the model, unbelievable, is often the same model for all of these monuments. Uh, Audrey Munson, who uh, had a really troubled life, but she when she first started out, she was the model of choice. She was called Miss Manhattan. My favorite story is about how she's at the uh, fountain by the, you know, the Plaza Hotel, and Mrs. Vanderbilt lived there, and she didn't want to—her bedroom window faced uh, Audrey Munson's uh, bare buttocks, and she didn't <laughs> want to see that, so she had to change her— bedroom around. <laughs> uh, she's also uh, in the Upper West Side in the beautiful uh, Strauss Memorial to the Strauss family, who right. the husband and wife who died in the uh, Titanic.
0: It reminds me of the story of the Bethesda fountain, um, the one in Central Park, that the woman who's the angel on top of that was just on the, I mean, I heard that maybe one of our listeners will know better, but she was just walking around downtown, just, you know, not a very wealthy woman. And someone saw her and said, she's the, she's my angel.
1: Oh, and, but I yeah. heard a different story. Oh, let's hear yours. Yours is probably well, right. Well, I heard that, well, that's, uh, what the, the um, sculptor, I think it's Emma Stebbins, uh, I think that is the name, uh, that it was her, her girlfriend, Charlotte Cushman. Maybe not her face, but her body, but
0: it's, that's one of the stories I've heard. Oh, wow. Uh, who made the Bethesda Fountain. You know, th- this is interesting, too, because of the five women we have up on pedestals right now in this town, literally, um... Four of them were sculpted by other women. Yes. That's what's amazing. So when you're there um, and running the Where Are the Women Monuments um, performance art on the street, what happens to you? What do you say? Who comes up to you? Right. Tell, tell us what it's like. Well,
1: it's it's always difficult to get people to stop in New York and you capture them. And uh, I... I just go up to people and say, do you know there are only five monuments to women? And they go, really? And, you know, and they're looking at you, you know. Uh, I didn't know that. And who are they? And and then I asked them, would you like to nominate someone that you think is deserving of a monument in New York City? And I have a little placard that people can write their name and who they want to nominate. And I take their picture with me. And what I find fascinating is uh, what... You know who people suggest? Yes, who are they? Who are they suggesting? Well, I did really was encouraging for New York, but I tried not to set any limitations. I and also some people, you know, sometimes the public gets involved and says, "Well, she can't nominate that person. That person's not dead," you know, or something <laughs> like that. There's no rules, right? I don't want to have any rules, right? Uh, very prominent New Yorkers or uh, women that made a mark on the city. Dorothy Day, the pacifist, uh, you know, uh, the Catholic Worker is really yeah, high on the list. She'd
0: be my vote, man. Yeah,
1: she's <laughs> one. Uh, uh, Shirley Chisholm. Yes. Uh, Bella Abzug is all our politicians. I can't believe yes. we don't have them yet. Right, but then I'll get you know concerned about the environment. Rachel Carson. Um, Who was Rachel Carson? Uh, she Carlson. was the Silent Spring. And uh, she early on highlighted the environment and what we're worried about. Yeah. Um, and um, but you know, the range of things you know from like opera singers Leontine Price and Marian Anderson, Audrey Lord, the writer and activist. One person I hadn't heard of was Sonia Pierre, who worked in the Dominican Republic about the discrimination against Haitians. Uh, I also have a Facebook page called. Where are the women monuments? And people have been, you know, contacting me there and one suggestion was for Pura Beltri, who was the first Puerto Rican librarian.
0: Now I know you've been involved in an effort to construct a memorial on the building for the where the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory fire was a hundred and five years ago this month. Um so that's that's another whole memorial project. Can you tell us about that one?
1: Right, I've been involved in remembering the victims of the Triangle Fire for many, many years, and we'll go into later about my play about that because I grew up knowing about the fire, and uh, the fire is—it's go- going to be a uh, hundred and five years later, and we're finally going to have a memorial.
0: I know Governor Cuomo just announced one point five million, right, from the state yes,
1: he's, economic funds for we'll, this memorial. Yes. Uh, which we're really, uh, the coalition is really just excited by to have that, uh, you know, recognition from him. We still have to raise about a million dollars because we have to have an endowment to maintain the building. Uh, One thing that whenever you look at an exit sign or a push door, you should think of the people who died in the Triangle Fire. Uh, What's really important to me is that the names of these immigrant women will be listed
0: on that building. They will yes. get this recognition. So you've done eight one-woman plays right. portraying different moments in New York City history. What was the one you did about the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory Fire? It's
1: called A Soliloquy for a Seamstress. I selected randomly two Italian sisters to uh, portray when I wrote the, uh, the play, I didn't realize till years later where they actually lived. There's a wonderful book about the fire by David Vaudrill. In the back of this book, he lists all the addresses. And I was so, I I could just cry when I think about this moment when I discovered they lived in East Harlem. That's That's
0: your neighborhood.
1: My neighborhood. And uh, when I did this play on the street for the commemoration, I went to their site which I do every year I go to that spot where they lived which is now the 25th precinct and I've been in conversations with the precinct if we could put a plaque on that on their building remembering the two Saracino sisters oh, what Serafina a name. and Terracina.
0: and uh, wait so, can we just say their names a minute Sera- Serafina Saracino and Teresina Saracino <laughs> that's that's be- That's like better than fiction. That's wonderful, beautiful name. Yeah,
1: and there, and I portray their mother saying goodbye to them there, and oh. I use a lot of memories of my own growing up Italian American, and then uh, I it was a traveling performance, so that everybody came with me down to the Triangle Building, and I did a factory scene, and uh, I the moment I lay down on the ground, I I'm going to get choked up. Uh, really moved me. So I alternate with theater and also street performances, so yeah. it, but it's always connected to the history of New
0: York. And always sort of connected to activism, so I have to hear more about East Harlem now In your own personal background. I know you told me once that um, you said it was like growing up in a living tenement museum, <laughs> your yes. childhood in East Harlem. So right. I didn't know that East Arle- Harlem had such a large Italian population. It,
1: it, it was the largest Italian population. And it's interesting that people, uh, I realized that people, when they immigrated uh, from Italy, They went to the neighborhoods where other people from their same towns were. And it it was a period in New York where everybody was outside on the street and the old ladies would watch you from the windows. But East Harlem also was a a mixed community. There were Jewish merchants and uh, Irish uh, grocery store owners and Puerto Rican uh, community moving into the area. And the first
0: Puerto Rican librarian who was a woman. yeah, And my
1: parents... uh, Pete Pascal and Rose Pascal were community activists who, who you know their parents just lived there. I have a hundred-year history in East Harlem. They, you know, came from Italy and settled there. Your grandparents, and yes. And I, I've often recounted the history to people of what I remember, the Italian food shops. But the settlement house, which was called Harlem House LaGuardia Memorial House, which is still in existence, uh, not the original building, was a place of the great Italian-American leaders, LaGuardia. Uh, People wouldn't know some of their names, but they should. Uh, One of the most important being the wonderful, controversial congressman, Vito Marcantonio, who was a mentor to my father. He was... uh, I wish he was here today because his speeches, he always voted his conscience and he was a man of the people. He helped anyone who came to see him. Uh, he was for civil rights. He, I
0: was going to say, I, I had heard his name as one of the first ever civil rights lawyers. And we're talking about in the, you know, in the thirties. Right? right. Not, not later in the sixties. Like, right. no, because
1: early. He died uh, tragically in 1954.
0: We have a few last questions for you, Lulu. We ask everyone these questions. Um, I'm dying to hear your answers. So I have five. Here we go. Ready? Okay. What is your fondest hope right now for New York City?
1: Well, uh, well, of course, it will have lots of monuments to women. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, I I hope that it will be a city not just of the wealthy, that, that everyone could be here, that everybody who has... A dream could come here and carve out a new life. That's really what I hope for, too.
0: Your greatest fear for New York?
1: Uh, My greatest fear is that uh, right now I feel like we're losing a lot of New York, of what I know as a community of stores, that it's going to be all of these big chain stores, and also that it's going to be a city of the wealthy. Uh, But I feel, I don't think, I'm not fearing that it's going to lose its energy and vibrancy, because especially Manhattan, we're built on that Manhattan schist, that rock, that bedrock, yes. and I think we get that energy from it, that glittering energy. It's in the
0: sidewalks. Yes. <laughs> it's in our attitudes. Right. Yeah. What is one place you'd like to see preserved for all time? Well, you know, uh,
1: I, this is interesting. Uh, that's a hard question. It's like asking, you know, what's your favorite child? You know, I, I happen to remember Penn station yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even, you know, the elevated third Avenue L, uh, that I don't know if I want to preserve that, <laughs> but I get sentimental. Like I love the Chrysler building. I love the Flatiron building. And, um, A friend who's an art teacher told me something interesting because, you know, New York is changing. And she said to me recently, she said, I always have my class. She teaches middle school, draw pictures of New York. She said, but they're not doing the Empire State Building. They're doing the High Line. They're doing the Freedom Tower. Uh, I think for me, though, I'm going to go a little nostalgic. I love the... 42nd street library with the two lines patience and fortitude i love well because i'm a researcher history person yeah and also as you go up the steps to the right there's in the niche there's a fountain and its beauty and that's audrey munson <laughs> pose there and they recently have the uh, fountain working oh great and you know and gertrude stein's in that park there Oh, good. We can see two women, two right. women
0: we've mentioned all in one place on a field trip to Bryant Park. And when it's cold, she has a scarf on. <laughs> <laughs> Last question. If you had a day off mm-hmm. in New York City with no obligations, no performances this day, what would you do? What's your fantasy day off in New York?
1: Well, would I revisit places I love? I I think that I would Go to places that I've never been to. And as many places as I've been to, you would be surprised where I haven't been. Uh, I've never been to Edgar Allan Poe's cottage in the Bronx, and I did a play where I was his raven. Uh, The photographer, Alice Austin's house in Staten Island. I'm going every borough,
0: Queens, Louis Armstrong. I was going to say, I haven't been to Louis Armstrong's house in Queens yet. I'm dying to get there. And Brooklyn, I haven't been to the Transit Museum.
1: Uh, and then Manhattan, well, this is a little pricey. Uh, I One of my favorite childhood books was Madeline by Ludwig Bellman. Mm-hmm. And I love Paris. It's my other alternate city. And I've never been to the Bellman's Bar in the Carlisle Hotel and I want to see those murals. In fact, I want—I love the murals in certain restaurants and bars, like in St. Regis, there's another. Uh, so I want to go there. I haven't been there. Oh, I feel like you should do that soon. Do that in women's history,
0: but get there this month. Right. I That'd think I'll great. do it in April for my birthday. Love it, love it. Well, thank you so much, Lulu, for your time and sharing stories with us today. It was perfect timing to come. Oh. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Enjoyed it. And you can always find out more about Lulu and her many projects. She always has something new cooking. Um, her website is lululolo.com, L-U-L-U-L-O-L-O.com. And tell me the name of your Facebook page again so people it's can go. It's Where Are the Women Monuments. Where Are the Women Monuments. So search for that on Facebook and you'll right. see. And also
1: Lulu Lolo Productions is on Facebook also.
0: Terrific. And you can also always learn more about the Municipal Art Society. We're at MAS. Org. That's your gateway to getting involved with New York City history, preservation, and planning. MAS.org. I'm Audrey Gray. Thanks so much for listening. We'll do it again soon.